Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 111 of the IA Cast. My name is Michael Doeys, and gosh, we've made it to 111 episodes. 111. It's awesome. No, you got to say it faster. Hey, we all one, get to one, be one, number one. one there's one, three one, of us, one, and there's three ones. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we would like to welcome everyone to the show. <laughs> <laughs> and for the show, we do have three people. It's... It is me, me, and we have Aaliyah Dudley. Hello, you. Um, <laughs> that guy. And that other guy, Jason Earls. One. Just kidding. Hello, everyone. <laughs> everyone. All right. Well, that was the one puns. Let's go. The, the one oh puns. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. The fun well, one puns. Well, we, we have some interesting news today, and, um, you know, we're a week before the big conference of CSUN, and we'll be talking about that next week. But that's that, That's then, and this is now. And we have a lot of tech news to cover since we didn't record last week. And so, you know, it seems like there is what we, what I'd like to call tech season. You know, we have baseball season, football season. Well, there's tech season, which is the time between like March and September where all the new tech gets released. Actually, technically October too. But it seems like everything comes out around this time and we actually started a little early. We started in February this year uh, with the announcement of all these new phones. We had Samsung phones and we had, uh, we had all kinds of stuff from Huawei. They came out with stuff. So there's been a lot of announcements and we're going to talk about several of these today and then uh, go on to our main topic uh, after our break, as we usually do. And so did anything stick out to you guys uh, during the news cycle this time? Any phones sound interesting? Uh, I mean, interesting only for the reason that why would I hold a $2,000 phone to my face? Sure. (laughs) Um, right, I definitely want to see some of these fold, some of these phones Samsung brought into the fold. I totally screwed that up. Uh, I don't even care. Um, I just <laughs> so I just while recording this podcast, I I just got this mental image of somebody holding this foldable phone and it coming unfolded and just flopping down on the side of their. Phones. Oh my god. <laughs> that see, would be awesome. No, well, I mean, that, would that be foldgate but... or flopgate? <laughs> now I'm just picturing a phone taco with stuff in the middle. Like, uh... <laughs> can I get a phone taco with the extra helping of app icons, please? <laughs> and this already begins our main topic, so we'll keep the jokes and the puns until <laughs> until the we Samsung actually Galaxy talk about S-taco. this taco. Well, I mean, it might get hot and catch on fire like, you know, you're cooking it. Oh, that's I right. Mean... There'll be two batteries to catch on fire instead of just one. <laughs> yeah. So would you, so would you be able to put out the fire by folding it fast enough? Oh god. <laughs> no, that would just add to the fire. Remember, two batteries. <laughs> anyway, so as as uh you can tell, we're talking about a foldable phone. There's been two of them announced this year. I believe another manufacturer has announced one as well. I think it was Huawei? I believe so. And Samsung did announce theirs as well, the Galaxy Fold, 
which creative has 7.3 inches of unfolded screen. Yikes. iPad mini on my face. All right. Yeah, it's just smaller than an iPad mini. And it's going to go for $2,000. Alongside three, I believe three, the S10e, the S10, the, no, four other phones. The S10e, the S10, the S10 Plus, Max? I think. Max. Yeah, I think Plus? it's the Max. Max? And, and then Max? the S10 5G. Anybody else confused between S10 Max and 10S Max? Let's, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's pretty easy to tell the difference between the two, especially if you can't see one's productive and one's not. Yeah, um, one's, one's hotter than the other. Well, let's let's be real here. Let, let's not say that these aren't productive phones. <laughs> No, they are. I just, I just have to diss on Samsung for some of their decisions. These phones, I Some believe phones. the the S10 5G has four cameras. Why? And I believe the S10 Max and S10 have three, if I'm not mistaken. The reason why they're doing this, guys, is because these phones have. Uh, detection of they have 3d detection so not only can they see what's in your area but they can see depth you could literally put an object using our, our augmented reality into the space or for people like us who are low vision or blind we can actually get our phones to tell us the distance we are away from something as it said my first thought is that must be amazing for people who play Pokemon Go and do that whole thing where you take the pictures of the Pokemon. Yeah, I just started playing with that. But it also means that we're looking at getting this at least three camera system on the iPhone this year. I so don't know. The... iPhones are just going to get more expensive. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> the amount of cameras, it just, it just breaks my brain. Like, I remember reading about, I think it was a five camera phone. Yeah. Not long ago. I yeah. believe the and I Fold. Just, and they're all watching you. I believe the Fold has five cameras. It might have been the Fold, but I just, like, I understand, you know, a double lens, a dual lens setup. I get that. But beyond that breaks my brain. <laughs> Aside from, you know, the camera on the front that you would use for, like, selfies and things like that. Yeah, and there's a lot of other features, but the cameras, not the one thing I will say about Samsung is their camera tech is some of the best in the industry because they build their own point-and-shoot cameras and they put that technology in their phones. But these phones do have other features other than this that make them amazing. For instance, there is, you know, the 5G model will have 5G capabilities, but they also have a new fingerprint detection system in the screen that will use, like, ultrasonic technology to actually... Take your fingerprint when you tap. Does anybody know how that exactly works? I don't really. Actually, doesn't the Fold do palm recognition, or was that the Huawei thing? I'm not sure. Because there's a there's a there's a there's a phone that will read your palm instead of your fingerprint. No, that would be the Huawei because but... the uh, this one only does your fingerprint, and I've heard that it only takes it in a certain position. So the it has that technology. It has a notch where the notch is actually the camera and all those things that you expect. But what they do is they surround it 
by the actual screen. So the screen will go around this notch, which is kind of weird. I was about to say, I don't know if that visually looks weird, but it just sounds weird. I personally haven't seen it, so I couldn't tell you. It's hard to tell where the notch is from the pictures. I don't know. I just want to see a folding phone. Even if I never buy one, I just I want to see it because it. I, I just want to see how it works. And this folding phone has, you know, a, a lot of details that we don't even know about yet. The other thing that these phones have that's really interesting is bi-directional wireless charging. What are y'all's thoughts on this? I think it's cute, but it's not exactly practical. That's, it's not meant to be mobile. And I think it kind of goes against the grain of what a mobile phone was intended to do, which is that be mobile, be in your pocket. In order to be bi-directionally wireless charged, wireless charge capable it's got to sit on a desk or something a flat surface and so i think it just kind of goes against what everybody's thought of a mobile phone being used for yeah i mean i don't know it just seems weird to me like you know take the use case if you know you have your phone sitting on um a nightstand or something and you get a notification you don't you just want to roll over and see what it is i mean i would think that bi-directional wireless charging would inhibit that rather a lot well because well, it's charging from the it's front not the back, meant right? to be a full charge though it's not meant to give your phone a full charge it's meant to give you enough to get through whatever device you know well, I think it's nice because it can give you a jump start. You know, 5% can go a long way to get home, you know. Well, also, unless you're, like, really nerdy like us, what devices would you need to wirelessly charge that badly that you would need to use your phone's juice, which is what's going to get you home in the first place? Well, there, you know, there's your 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 headphones, the ear, the AirPods may be getting wireless charging soon. The, um, I think there's other ones out there that do that. Maybe a watch that has Qi charging. Um, there's, you know, other people's cell phones, you know, uh, if somebody wanted to get, you know, they say, Hey, I see you got that galaxy, uh, fold. Can I get a quick jump? See, I don't know how willing I would be to do that just because. I'm kind of jealously protective of my phone's battery power. I'll be honest. Oh no. Well, that too, but also like. I'd be afraid somebody would attempt to like use that as an opportunity to attempt to uh, steal said foldable phone. Well, that foldable phone would be so big, and this is also on the S10, so it's not. I mean, the foldable phone just makes sense to have it on, but the S10 is big enough where, and the S10 Max is big enough where, yeah, you could, you know. But I just think it's a neat feature. I think it's the next step up in the technology. And I'm excited about it, and I, I don't think the iPhone will get that for many, many years. But uh, it's cool, nonetheless. Well, I definitely agree from a technical aspect, it's really cool. Also, speaking of things that are really cool, don't these new phones support up to a terabyte of internal storage now? Yes, they do. Eek! Yes, they do. And you can get a terabyte micro SD card, SanDisk, and Micron announce some cards that are coming out. They're expensive. Mm -hmm. One of which is $449. Woo! 
But I mean, could you imagine that? You know, the, a card that big, putting it in a in your laptop. You know, that would be a bigger hard drive than I have in my Surface or my Mac, and also a slower one. Mm, it's not going to be that terribly slow. It's going to be still faster than a spinning drive. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. But that would be cool. So, I mean, there's been some neat tech announced, and uh, we've been hearing more rumors about the new AirPods coming uh, in March on the 29th. So that's exciting. Exciting! Having the grips that's on the Apple Pencil 2, and I think it's the 2. Yeah, I think so. Which aren't really silicone. It's just mm -mm. Uh, an anti-slip grip. Right. It's not as smooth quite as the first-gen AirPods. Right. And it's it's going to be interesting to see what they can do. And um, I'm going to be curious what all the new features are. We've heard rumors and different things, but we'll see when we see it. And also, iOS 12.2 and all the other .2s will be coming out probably around the same time as well. If you were going to get one of these new phones, which ones look the most interesting, the Fold or the 5G or the Max? I would probably go with the... I don't know. I'm debating on... I love how you like. don't even put the normal S10 in the list, but I would... Um... <laughs> No, I, I, I didn't, Probably. but there's also the S10e that I didn't even mix in there. That's true. <laughs> I don't know what I'd go with. It would probably be a toss-up for me between the S10 Max and the, and, the, and, the, and the S10 5G. Just because, I mean, I feel like the foldable phone's great for early adopters, but, like, that's a little too pricey for me to afford to be an early adopter, so... <laughs> See, if I had all the money in the world and were even thinking about one of these phones, it would have to be the Fold, because I am an early adopter. I'm a nosy pain in the butt, and I want to know what it looks like and how it works and all the things. So, yeah. I think I'd want it. Now, the question would be, is all of the parts going to be accessible? Right. Because, you know, Samsung. Samsung. And... It's important to note that these phones, the S10e starts at $750, which is pretty steep. That's the For cheapest an Android? phone. Yes. When you consider that the pixels are underneath that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty cheap compared to the other ones. The S10 goes up to... Uh, it's pretty cheap for the Samsung line, but I still think it's pretty steep for an Android phone. And after that, the S10... Starts at $900. Eek. Samsung, stop trying to play like Apple. You aren't going to win. Um, Samsung, yes, they do have some brand recognition, but I don't think they have the ability and the clout with their clientele to be able to charge prices that high. I think they do, and hey. I think... think they might. I think they do, because I will tell you right now, I think the biggest players... The big four players in the smartphone industry are Apple, Samsung, HTC, and LG. And Google's growing and definitely becoming one. Well, of they the they own products. HTC, which is yeah. Oh wait, that's right, they do own HTC. Yeah, I just I don't I don't know. I mean, yes, I know that Samsung is well recognized, but this is a pretty darn bold move with the majority of their line being over a thousand dollars. Right. Well. 
You could if, argue that Apple made a bold move charging what they charged for the iPhone 10 and 10s Max. Yes, but nobody's surprised. But that nobody's Apple's surprised doing... about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised that Samsung's doing this. Me I'm either. Really not me either. Like, it kind of goes against the whole Android is supposed to be cheaper thing. Well, it does, but I'm is specifically Samsung. I'm not surprised. Right. Um, I was just gonna say now if Google started charging like you know, $9.99 or $1,099 for the Pixel. That might surprise me. Right. And it's crazy because of how sleek that phone is and how really nice that phone is. And I'll talk more about it in my pick. But it's it looks like a clone of the XS Max, but much cheaper. Um, That's kind of crazy. Other than the camera bump not being, like, ginormous. All right. So let's talk about, you know, we'll have to see how these phones do and this new tech and where it's going to go and how Apple responds to all of this. You know, we still have a lot of Apple news to see come out this year, and I think we're going to be seeing a lot. 2019 is going to be a busy year for Apple. I really, I really believe that. Let's talk about how to get your new idea out there on Android, on that Galaxy Fold, and on a new iPhone. And that is through the iAccessibility app development services where you can have an accessible app be built for you at low cost. We provide quality apps at very low cost per hour, and we offer this to anybody that wants to have an app developed so we're very excited to offer app development service through iAccessibility, and you can send us an email at iAccessibility at iAccessibility.net to learn more, and we can get you set up with a developer to have an app built. And all of our apps are accessible, usable, and offer amazing amounts of detail you know, some of our apps that we've developed in the past are VO Starter, ACB Link. We've built Pocket Braille. We've built Pocket Braille Lite. We've built the iAccessibility app, of course. We've built VO Change. We've built uh, Start Speaking and many, many others that are all accessible apps that you can you can look at to gauge how well we've done on previous apps. Blind Bargains was one of our creations, and uh, uh, we've been working with them for a long time on on apps. So uh, we will build your app and just send us an email, and we will we will figure out where to go from there. So make your dreams a reality with the iAccessibility app development service. All right, so let's go back into the fold talking about this new foldable phone. Do you guys, first off, think that this new trend is worth companies investing in? I think it's what has kind of been the buzz for a while now and what it's been rumored that people are going, that manufacturers are going to do is develop these phones. And as much as I don't like it and I think it's kind of dumb, I think it is something that if you want to be a competitive smartphone manufacturer, you need to be looking at. I can't say that it's something i like or dislike i mean i'm leaning towards 
it's just ridiculous. But I've also never actually got my hands on a foldable phone. You know, I don't know. Maybe if I saw one, I would understand it and 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 like it and think that it's it's cool. Oh, oh well, I don't think that it's not cool. I think it's interesting from a technology standpoint. I'm just worried about all those moving parts, really, I think is my big thing. So, yeah. yeah, you know, it's been a thing for for manufacturers to move away from buttons and parts and things that can break and to go toward the one piece of shiny glass. And now we're reintroducing a failure point. Well, and I think that's where a lot of these phone companies want to, you know, really master that failure point and make it look elegant and make it look nice. The issue I have with it is it's more phone than what we need. I think, you know, we, I, I think people want a tablet and a phone in the same device. And I think that's all tablet. well and good. But I feel like we are missing the mark on what is really, you know, I understand that humans like foldable things. And I saw this in some videos online. Humans like foldable things. We have notebooks, we have you know, actual notebooks, binders, you know, we have all these things and we have laptops that fold up. And so the, the logical, you know, we have flip phones and people love the flip phone. And so the natural order of things says, well, let's try to make a phone, a smartphone into a foldable phone. And I just don't think that that is the right answer for making these things do what we want them to do. It's a smart flip phone. What? I think it'd be interesting if there were a way to make like a some sort of stretchable phone so that if you wanted it to be a bigger phone, you could stretch it to the size you want and then shrink it when you wanted it to be a smaller phone. But of course, it's kind of impossible right now. Not to mention, I already see some issues with that anyway, because I could totally see the phone becoming thinner and weaker as you stretched it to make a bigger display. <laughs> Well, what about but, that phone that can wrap around your wrist and be a stinking smartwatch? That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. I still want to see it, though. And I weird. just, I mean, what do you guys think? Do you think Apple would make one of these? Yes. And they'll I make it bigger and better and shinier than everybody else does and charge more for it. I think if these things are proven to take off with consumers, then I could see Apple making a foldable phone. And I seem to remember reading some articles that suggested that Apple was looking into ways they might possibly make a foldable phone down the road. But, you know, I think with Apple right now, it's, 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 a, little, it's a little too soon to tell, at least in my opinion. But, you know, as, as Renee Ritchie likes to say on Vector, you know, Apple has all these things in the lab. They've probably already looked at this and... They've judged good idea, bad idea. You know, they'll they'll make that determination if they haven't already. And I don't know. I I would be curious to see if Apple does this. I just I don't like the idea of a floppy foldable phone. <laughs> what you don't want a knife flop? I flop. <laughs> I just now I'm just picturing my phone just kind of collapsing into a gelatinous like. <laughs> <laughs> actually you know what i was i was i was like imagining like an iphone except like with the consistency of a slice of american cheese 
<laughs> I mean, what happens if I the choose. folding part in the middle breaks, the hinge <laughs> breaks, and you just got this dangly bit? But in all seriousness, I mean, if you really think about sound on the on a foldable phone like this, how? I mean, Ugh. think about that, guys. Like, where do you put the speakers? Are they going to have to be all on one side of the phone, the side of the phone that's like always out or something? Like, what? What? Well, what? Here's the question: How do these phones fold? Is it like two? Like, I'm just going to use like iPhones and screen orientation here because it's the only way I can think of to explain it or to ask this. So would it be like two iPhones attached together in landscape mode that would fold on top of each other or would it be like they were attached in portrait mode folding on top of each other? Like how is this supposed to work? It's two it's essentially two phones in portrait mode attached at the uh in the middle. Uh, so along the the long side. Yes. Folding like a book. Yes. And they do it does have a screen on the outside so that you can uh you would be able to see everything. So I guess so the maybe speakers you could have one no, oh, here's what you do. Four speakers. The bottom ones would be the low end, the top ones would be the high end. They would rotate around just like the iPad Pro. <laughs> That would work. It would. What I'm thinking is along the edges of the phone, like Samsung has yeah, done, so not laid into the top like a pixel. Yeah. The only exception to that would be the slot for the earpiece, which has to be laid into the top. <clears throat> yeah. On one of the screens. On one, yeah. So, I mean, that's interesting. I would, I would like to get my hands on one of these things, but I don't think we will see them until April. I'm just picturing my phone flopping all over the place. Who wants to bet some company's going to make a folding phone and the hinge is not going to be covered under the warranty if it damages because they're going to say, well, we've designed it, we've tested it. If it breaks, that's obviously user damage. Well, not just not just that. I'm curious about the screens because those have to be edge to edge. And Samsung does have these edge to edge displays, but they curve. And so I'm wondering if that edge is going to curve or be, you know, straight across. And then if it is just glass to glass, like where it connects in the middle, will that be, it seems like that would be very fragile. Yeah, because, it, okay, I can picture myself like slamming that sucker shut like I did a flip phone in my early years. Flop, you know, like it feels like that would snap my, or shatter screens pretty easily i don't know i mean i think we'd have to see this thing in action but uh, i'm curious how they've solved a lot of these problems they're calling the displays on these the D infinity display which is a, a, just a oled display but yeah I'm, I'm gonna be very curious to see also how do we do a case is the case gonna have to be a folio yeah. weird how does this work i've been wondering that too would you have to get almost two cases for this thing? Yeah, yeah. And then oh how gosh. would it fold in the middle if yeah. there's cases? Yeah, that's... Right. Ugh. That's just so weird. So, I, I'm very interested to see how they do this, but I, I don't know. I think I'll stick with my regular phones. Do you guys have any final comments before we wrap up today? Um... I just, 
I don't know. As I've said, I want to see it. I want to get my hands on it. I want to see how the fold works. I want to see, you know, what it feels like as you fold and unfold the phone. Do I want to buy one, even if I could afford it? I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm very interested to see the accessibility level on this phone and how voice assistant or talkback is going to cope with something like this. Agreed. And even magnification will be interesting. Hang on while I take my two fingers and scroll between... Oh, there's the little there's a edge there. Edge oh, I gotta there. move my fingers. Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, 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 no. You'll only be able to magnify one screen at a time, and you'll use oh, that the would other be screen bad. magnification oh. controls. That would be bad. <laughs> well, then I, I guess that that's a, I guess that's another question. Will it can will Android see these uh, this thing as two phones or one phone with uh, with multiple displays or how's that going to work? Right. Hmm. We'll have to see. But until then, that's going to do it for this episode. And so, to end us off, Aaliyah, what is your pick for this week? And where can people find you online? My pick for this week is going to be the Google Pixel 3 XL. And that is a very, very nice phone. Um, I, I have to say that this is my first experience running pure Android. And I have to say that if for some reason iOS ever really disenchanted me and made me angry, this would be the kind of phone that I would head for. Um, it It's very sleek, um, very usable, very snappy. Uh, Talkback works beautifully on it, of course, because it's, you know, a Google phone. But just, just an amazing phone and really... Um, Really just a nice, smooth experience. Um, it was very easy to get out and set up. The sound is just amazing. We did an unbox cast, um, which is live on our site, uh, where you can hear me take this thing out of the box and set it up. And it's just an amazing phone. With that being said, you can find me producing content for iAccessibility. You can email me at Aaliyah, that's A-L-E-E-H-A, at iAccessibility.net, and you can follow me on Twitter at BlindCowGirl199. All right, Jason, what is your pick, and where can people find you? All righty. Well, my pixel of the week is the Google Pickbook. Yeah, just saying. <laughs> my pick of the week is the Google Pixelbook. Um, I had to do that. Um, it's, no, you didn't. It's <laughs> well, okay, but I felt like I had to do that. It's a, um, <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a. I guess it's would be listed as a two-in-one Chromebook, in that it is a laptop, but it can also be used as a tablet. It's got several different um, modes you can put it in. Um, laptop mode, of course, being self-explanatory. Tablet mode, um, basically, the way it works is you. You basically fold the laptop in on itself. It has a 360-degree hinge, and in tablet mode, the keys are the bottom of the device, and they are locked, so they won't trigger accidental key presses. Um, and uh, it's it's just a really nice machine. Um, it's aluminum, and I don't know if it's... I'm assuming it's 
silicone strips and squares that it has. It's got like places for your palms to sit on the palm rest. It's silicone. Um, it's got strips on the bottom and there's some stuff on the top so that when it's in tablet mode, it's not going to go sliding around. It, uh, it's got a very interesting keyboard. It doesn't, to me, it doesn't look like it should have great travel at all, but it's, it's not too bad actually when you type on it and, uh, it's, it's just, it's nice and, um, it's very lightweight and it's also one of the things that I find in, yeah, it starts at nine ninety nine when it's not on sale, but, uh, you know, one of the things I like, and it does have a headphone jack. It has a headphone jack. It has two USB-C ports. Um, I'm a big and, fan of that. You know, that. one of the things I like, hmm? I'm a big fan of the two USB-C ports. Yeah. One of my favorite things about it having two USB-C ports is you can charge it from either port. So, you know, whichever port works easiest for you for charging, you can use, which is nice. But uh, it's got a headphone jack. It's got two USB-C ports. It's really cool because you can run Android apps on, on it as well. Now, to be fair, it's as of right now, it's not always the greatest experience especially from an accessibility standpoint using uh, Chrome Vox. But it, it does work. I have run the Android version of TeamTalk on the machine. Also Pandora, the Apple Music app. Unfortunately, Bard Mobile won't run on it. Really? It, it, that was very disappointing. If you look it up in the Play Store, it says it's not supported on the device. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I don't know why, but it's, it's, it's pretty nice. Um, so yeah, that is my pick. And as far as where people can find me, people can find me producing content for iAccessibility. You can email me at jason at iAccessibility.net. You can search for me on Facebook, just search for Jason Earls. And you can also follow me on Twitter at JDE, that's Juliet Delta Echo 91. All right. So my pick this week is another Google related pick, and that is the Pixel Buds. I managed to cross these and wanted to try them out. So I got some. And these Pixel Buds are sweet. They're not like the AirPods. They do have a cable, and that kind of makes them a little yeah. annoying. And they're kind of annoying to get in the case, but they sound a little bit better. They have more lows than the AirPods. But they sound really good. They have neat translation features if you have a Pixel phone. And they do work with Siri and the watch. I was able to turn my volume up and down from the watch, and it sounded really good when I it was it was very instant when I did it from the watch, which surprised me. I thought there would be a lot more lag. It does lag with voiceover and talkback, but well, yeah, it does with talkback. Oh yeah, it does. But they sound great. They're good listening headphones. I would compare them more to the Beats X headphones rather than the AirPods. They last about five hours, which is kind of a disappointment since they have a cable, but you could charge them both at the same time, and they're really good listening headphones. I would still recommend the AirPods if you're going to go get something like that, but uh, honestly, just wait and see if the second AirPods come out. But I like these. I like that they charge the USB-C as well, and it's just a neat set of headphones. So, Pixel Buds. Well and I want to say real quick before you give your contact info that, you know, when you were on Team Talk with them, I honestly think they sound a bit more natural when you're speaking on them, when you're using them for, uh, you know, phone calls and stuff than the AirPods do. The current AirPods, anyway. Who mm -hmm. knows what's going to happen with the next generation? Well, and I've heard they don't have the milkshake club that the uh, 
uh, AirPods yeah, they, have. They didn't sound like they would when I when you were on the server with them. So people told me they didn't hear it. So the other thing I know I, I do like about them too is I have both of them in and I can hear around them. They don't make a seal, but they still sound really good. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So with all that being said, you could find me producing content for iAccessibility. You can email me at Mike Doeys at iAccessibility.net. That's Mike Doeys and Mike K-E-D-O-I-S-E at iAccessibility.net. You could find me on Twitter. Just search for Mike Doeys. Facebook, I am Michael Doeys. And you can get to my website at MichaelDoeys.com. All right. Well, that will do it for this episode of the IACast. We'll see you guys next week. And we'll be here for a very special episode about CSUN. So we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye, everyone. This show has been brought to you by the IACast Network. We love hearing from you. Email us at feedback at iAccessibility.net. Got Twitter? Follow us at iAccessibility1. Facebook? Search for iAccessibility. Download our free apps for iOS and Android and keep up with all of our content at iAccessibility.net. If you'd like to donate to our show, hit the PayPal button on our website and get early access to our outtakes with a donation at patreon.com slash iacast. Thanks for listening. Copyright 2019, iAccessibility, LLC.